successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Everybody over there. Get a hooter. Everybody out there. Get into it. Ooh-wee. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation show. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM. Or if you're joining on podcast via iTunes or Stitcher, we greatly appreciate it. Or on our website at grillnationshow.com where you can find all of our shows, uh, all of our podcasts, all of our uh, guest information. Great resource at grillnationshow.com. You can also connect with us on Twitter at Jason Grill or at Grill Nation Show and search for me on social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram at Jason Grill. Hope you're having a great week and your summer is going as well as it can under our current circumstances in our country. Uh, but we are here to put on another great show. Hope you've enjoyed the shows the last few weeks. Today's show is going to be super informative and we're very lucky to have on Dr. Marilyn Richardson, who's a nationally recognized leader in specialized women's health care. As a researcher, educator, and clinician, Dr. Richardson has the credentials and experience that inspire confidence. She uh, is at the Casey Wellness Center. Their website is caseymedicalwc.com with locations in the Northland and in Mission, Kansas. She has uh, been in the industry and, and, and medical field for over 30 years uh, really providing advanced health solutions and uh, integrative holistic focuses, which I'm really excited to get into uh, and talk to her about her healthcare experience. And I'd like to welcome her to the show now, Dr. Marilyn Richardson. How are you today? I am well, as you said, considering the circumstances. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So you, uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into your practice. Are you a uh, lifelong uh, Kansas Cityan, or have you come from another place? Did you grow up somewhere else? Or did you grow, come here? And what happened in your background? No, I am a fourth-generation Kansas Cityan. Uh, I grew up in Kansas City. I went to school in Michigan. I went to the University of Michigan. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a great school uh, up in Ann Arbor. Very Wonderful highly place to be. Wonderful place to be. But at the time, I was a pianist. So I stayed there uh, and got a graduate degree in piano in Ann Arbor. And then I stayed on the faculty for several years uh, as a pianist. Really? Interesting. Uh-huh. And so the question is, well, how'd you get here? Well, I stayed on the faculty there and then I went on a concert tour and realized that that really wasn't the life I was I had chosen. I hadn't made any choices. It was just something you do. I'd done it. I'd been a pianist since I was about four years old. And uh, so I looked at taking some science courses uh, because that's what my father did. He was happy in medicine. Everybody in my family was happy in medicine. Oh, why not? I'll take a look. Mm -hmm. And I was fascinated. And so I uh, left piano. I didn't really mean to leave piano, but I went to medical school. 
and uh, then did a residency in OBGYN here in Kansas. Uh, did you go to medical school here and locally? I went to University of Kansas Medical School, which is here locally as well, and did a residency here. Mm-hmm. and uh, really didn't see a life of delivering babies. So I did a post-residency fellowship, which is training in one of the subspecialties of OBGYN. There are five of them. One of them is to specialize in maternal fetal medicine. Another is to specialize in, can- in women's cancer oncology. We now have uh, urogynecology, which is obviously the urologic system, and then reproductive endocrinology, which is what I did. Reproductive endocrinology and fertility. infertility, And that essentially is a study of hormones. So when I finished that uh, residency, which was quite some time ago, uh, I really have spent the entire, uh, entirety of my career in hormones. Uh, for many years as a fertility specialist, uh, helping people to get pregnant in in vitro fertilization and surgery to uh, help them conceive. And then in later years, in the last, uh, I would say, 15 years, after leaving uh, the faculty at the University of Kansas Medical Center to specialize in hormone replacement therapy for both women and men. Mm-hmm. I had actually, we'd actually started a center for women's postmenopausal symptoms at the old uh, Trinity Trinity uh, Lutheran Medical Center on Main Street before it closed many years ago. So we actually had probably the first menopausal clinic in the area. Mm-hmm. And the hospital closed, as you know. And so we started this up about 15 years ago for hormone replacement for men, women and for men and uh, other things that go along with it once they're feeling better and regain their vitality. What was that like, making that transition to, uh, to what you're doing now, uh, it, you know, with all the different things you got to balance with a business? Transition from what? Trans- transitioning from uh, teaching and from working at KU to, to what in the hospital and to what you're doing now. And, and you're, we're talking to you from your office right now. I mean, yeah. what, what was that like from a, from a, entrepreneurial type doctor journey type type uh, way it's it's easy and not easy at the same time it was certainly the easy part is to specialize in what I wanted to uh, and service the patients I wanted to see versus the patients that need to be seen at the university hospital uh, that's a different group of patients uh, we have no autonomy there but I'm allowed to do to see the patients I want and moreover to spend as much time as I wanted. That was one of the, uh, one of the promises I made to myself and any patients that they wouldn't be herded through that we could take all the time we needed to answer questions. Uh, we could take as much time as we needed. That's the great part. The uh, difficult part was, as you mentioned, becoming an entrepreneur, which really wasn't my idea. But you either have to pay somebody to do all those things or you have to learn to do them. And I think either way, eventually you have to learn to count the paper clips and make the orders and know what makes the business run. Right. So that wasn't the fun part, but it's, yeah. it's run well. We got about a minute 30 left in our first segment. We're going to have a longer segment following. We're going to talk about some of the things you help people with. But 
You mentioned getting to know the patient. One of the things I read about you in one of the articles about you have been featured in some magazines is that you like to spend over an hour to get to know a patient when you first meet them. Oh, absolutely. That absolutely. is impressive for a doctor, right? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Why is that? That seems pretty unique to me. Uh, because it's more fruitful and beneficial for both the patient and the doctor to be relaxed and have an actual chance to get to know each other. And even when I'm doing um, gynecological examinations, for instance, for women, I insisted on the first visit, I talk with somebody with their clothes on, and they're not seeing me for the first time when they're halfway undressed. So it's just a comfort level. That's good for comfort and communication, for sure. Yeah, it is. We're going to get into some of your the, the work that you do uh, at KC Wellness Center. The website is kcmedicalwc.com. All kinds of different ways that you're helping women as well as men with some really interesting forms of medicine, uh, therapies, and all different types of things. And, and obviously, I'm a layman. I'm a, a lawyer by trade, so I'm, I'm a JD, but I, I'm definitely not a medical person. So mm-hmm. we're going to break these down for the listeners to really kind of understand how you can help them, really help them mitigate a lot of the symptoms that make them feel bad. Uh, we're with Dr. Marilyn Richardson today from the KC Wellness Center. You're listening to the Grill Nation show on 980 AM. We'll be right back. Thank you. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again today on 980 AM, or if you're on podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, we greatly appreciate it, or any of the ways that you can get podcasts. Or if you're joining us online on our website, grillnationshow.com, we really appreciate it. Again, today I'm joined by Dr. Marilyn Richardson. She is a has over 30 years of experience guiding uh, both men and women through various medical needs in our metro. She uh, uh, has locations in the Northland on Vivian Road at kcmedicalwc.com is the website. Also in Mission, hormonekc.com is the website for Mission. Just a ton of great resources on your websites. I want to start with some of your work that you do, Dr. Richardson, and some of the treatments that you offer. Um, let's start with uh, peptide therapy. What, what is that? What, do you, what does that entail? And what age brackets does that help? I mean, who are we talking about here as far as Peptide therapy. Peptide is simply a group of amino acids that um, can become, if they're long enough, become a, it's like a protein broken into little segments. The growth hormone is the master gland of your body. It stimulates bone growth, tissue growth, head glands. It's your growth hormone, your whole entire system. And it seems to peak out uh, in early adulthood. Growth hormone uh, determines your metabolism, how fast things grow, uh, how you metabolize fats, muscle weight, muscle growth. And it's very, very important in adults, especially for maintaining uh, fat balance, for weight, uh, and for all the other glands that are supposed to work. So, for instance, that's one of the things that gets out of kelter when we, as we age, have sleep disruptions. Mm -hmm. Growth hormone starts to peak out. In fact, all of this work is done while you're asleep. That's why sleep is so important. Once you go to sleep... A quick question, just for the layman here. 
when you say sleep is important, does, does the amount of sleep vary for females, males, and your ages? Like what, how much sleep should we be getting? You know, they talk about that on the news and probably six to eight hours is optimal. Okay. Everybody doesn't need six hours. I don't. Some people you probably only yeah. need like four, right? Yeah, probably about four. And I was Usually just the people that are most successful who have this special uh, genes that you have uh, sleep less than me. I don't know, but I, I need I need at least six. If I don't get six, I will be tired at points during the day for sure. Well, and that's probably like optimal, normal six to eight hours. Mm-hmm. And see, the importance is what's happening while you sleep. Your, your sleep is supposed to regenerate you. It's supposed to nourish you. You're supposed to get up and feel stretched like the little, with that little bear, you know, you see in the cartoons and hear the birds sing and be ready to go. So, but that only happens if you do the work, which means once you go to sleep, after about four hours or somewhere around midnight or 2 a.m., your growth hormone starts to peak out. And that stimulates the cortisol-releasing factor from your adrenal gland in in your immune system. And it stimulates the thyroid hormones, uh, the the thyroid-stimulating hormone, so that by 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, your cortisol is about to peak out, your thyroid is at its highest level, and when you wake up about 6 or 7, you're, as they say, fit as a fiddle and ready to go. That's because you've done the work while you're asleep. Mm-hmm. Conversely, if you don't sleep well and you don't get refreshed and nourished, then what happens? You wake up tired. You feel like you haven't done the job. You start putting on weight. Okay. Your mood is not good. It may not be depressed, but it's not productive. It's not vital. So growth hormone is really, really important. Growth hormone is. And it's got to be done when you start to sleep. So, for instance, there are a lot of products on the market um, that give the impression that they'll help you lose weight while you sleep. One was called Sleep and Slim years ago, and a lot of others like that. There are nutraceuticals or vitamins and things on the market to help you Uh, lose weight while you sleep. Well, those are comprised of amino acids that stimulate growth hormone while you're asleep and then set everything else in in motion. And so the philosophy is good that you would uh, have a better metabolism and your growth hormone would be peaked out if you take that before you sleep. I'm not sure how well any of them work because those um, supplements are not regulated in any way. You and I could make them in our bathroom and put them on the shelf and say, hey, this will help you lose weight while you sleep. There's no regulation to it. But that's the philosophy at least. So sleep is really, really important. And growth hormone is the protagonist of all of it. So when somebody comes and sees you, uh, Dr. Marilyn Richardson, how, how can you help them with, with, with these things that you mentioned in the therapy and the, um, you know, kind of the hormone issues or hormone replacement or regenerative medicine like how does this all connect to what you do when I come and see you and I say man I'm not sleeping well Uh, I know nothing about peptides I know nothing about some of these therapies what what do we do when we we come and talk to you when you come to talk then you're going to do the talking Uh, if you're not sleeping well I'd like to know whether or not you have trouble initiating sleep or do you have trouble maintaining sleep all right are there things in your sleep environment that would interfere 
with getting good sleep? Are you reading emails and looking at your phone and your tablet to backlight just before you try to sleep? Uh, are there animals in your in your bedroom that you're trying to sleep? Do you have to get up and take animals out? Is the temperature good? All those things we call your sleep toilet, your sleep environment. And then what have you tried to go to sleep? Uh, and for women, I asked uh, if they're sleeping with any animals, meaning men, you know, as well <laughs> as the other ones. So what have yeah. you tried to sleep? Have you tried those natural remedies like stimulating your own melatonin in your brain or taking some melatonin that helps you wind down and sleep? Uh, do you have any additional stresses uh, in your life that might be disrupting your sleep? Were you ever a good sleeper uh, and something has happened? Or were you never a good sleeper? Some people were never good sleepers. So I'd ask you a lot of questions pertaining to your sleep history. Then the first thing that I would start to suggest are those kinds of amino acids and if you call natural potions to see if we can help initiate sleep. And that's the holistic approach, right? Yeah. And I think a healthier approach now, I have no problem prescribing the sleep medications or the sleep aids. Mm -hmm. And I liken those to taking a baseball bat and slugging you in the head and saying, go to bed. You know? <laughs> because that's the way you feel, as if right. you've been hit by a bat, and then you're going to try to wake up and start walking again. No. You're, 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 uh, you do that, but you're, uh, you're more known for your holistic treatments and some of these, these more of these uh, wellness type uh, things that we're hearing more about these days. Yeah, because those you can continue. There are no side effects. There are no adverse effects. Uh, they're not addictive. They don't create a dependence. So you use as, those as needed, uh, and they fall in line with the other things you should be doing. Um, you, can, you can eat things, you know, that old uh, warm milk and butter. Uh, that sounds so abhorrent to most of us. So Doris Day used it, recommended it at night. Well, there's some scientific evidence behind it. Uh, or ice cream, which will help put on the pounds. But tryptophan is what we get from those things. It's an amino acid. Um, so sliced turkey. There are lots of things that you can use to help enhance your brain to start turning off and paving the way for good sleep. It's interesting. <laughs> Dr. Marilyn Richardson, a couple minutes left in our second segment today. Uh, you, you mentioned some of these other things that you do. What, one of the things you do is IV related techniques what, what, and, pl and, and, and whatnot. What does that do? You know, I, I only think about it when I'm, maybe I'm hungover and I've seen those things in the airport when you're in Las Vegas or one of those places you go on vacation and they always have the breathing things or the IV therapies. That's right. So, or when, I'm, when I've been very sick with food poisoning once in college, I had to get an IV. So you do that more often now in your practice? We do IV nutrient therapy now. Okay. And to be honest, I didn't believe in it at first. Uh, it was brought to me by a patient who is uh, an entertainer at one of the uh, ski resorts, Aspen and so forth and so on. And she was in town. She said, you know, they're doing IV vitamins. And I said, you know, that just sounds like people with too much money. <laughs> uh, so I didn't really believe in it. And I would tell my patients who were exhausted or tired or had one malady or another, we have this available. I can't tell you why it may work. I can't say I'm a believer in it, but it seems to be helping people. Mm -hmm. It seems to be working. 
So a lot of times we do things because they work, even if we don't know why. And so, yes, we do have now nutrient infusion protocols to help people with chronic fatigue, um, obviously with hangovers. Uh, I'm a big fan of the hangover hangover heaven, and I thought we should have a bus like that around here where you get on, you have an IV, and then you get off a couple of miles later and you feel like a million. Uh, well, that, that's a great idea. We have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to the show, uh, a lot of business and civic leaders. You know, maybe that's something we should – we should we should invest in doctor. Well, you, you can got your hands full of a lot of different stuff, but that that's a great idea. Um, well, we, we have that in the making to uh, institute oh, the infusion uh, IV uh, therapy for especially hangovers. You know. Yeah, Dr. Marilyn Richson is with us today. After the break, I want to talk about some of the more of the of the work that you do uh, with with hormone therapies. Uh, you use a very holistic approach. Regenerative medicine. I know you do a lot of work with testosterone replacement therapy, and we're talking about both women and men here, uh, all different types of things that you do. Uh, your website is kcmedicalwc.com uh, up in the Northland, and then you have a, an office down south, and that website is hormonekc.com. I'm joined today by Dr. Marilyn Richardson. She is a uh, very well-known and very experienced doctor here in Kansas City with over 30 years of experience and uh, just great information she's providing to us today on the show. We'll be right back after the break with more Real Nation. Kissing like a bandit, stealing time underneath the sycamore train. Cupid by the awesome. Valentine's to my sweet. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show here on 980 AM. I am Jason Grill. Appreciate you joining us today on the radio or via podcast on iTunes or however you listen to podcasts or on our website, grillnationshow.com. Again, I am joined today by Dr. Marilyn Richardson. She is a nationally recognized leader in healthcare. She's been doing uh, many different types of forms of holistic, integrative healthcare to find health solutions for those in the metro for over 30 years. She is an office in the Northland at the KC Wellness Center. That's kcmedicalwc.com. She also has an office in Mission, uh, Kansas, at the Hormone Hair and Vein Center, and their website is hormonekc.com. So you really can connect with her. Uh, pretty much anywhere here in Kansas City. She's got really great websites too with blogs and different education, as well as a lot of information about some of the, the, the medical approaches she takes uh, to help both men and women. You do a lot with, um, you mentioned in the first segment with women, one of the things that's on your website that uh, you, you specialize in is testosterone replacement therapy. What does that mean and how, and how, does, that, how does that work? What it means essentially is that as men age, their testosterone level goes down. And what does testosterone do? Well, outside of making the men, you know, male, it also builds muscle. It um, maintains a lower level of body fat, uh, maintains bone strength, but there are also testosterone receptors in the brain. So your brain uh, is sharp, your vitality, your focus, your concentration is also regulated by testosterone. So as those levels wane with age, as everything seems to, then men seem to notice not depression, just sort of a gray. 
you know. Um, they can they call it maybe a couch potato. Uh, I don't think it's that bad a lot of times. It's simply not feeling like your root and tootin' self was. Mm-hmm. Um, that you become the person that says, well, why don't you call me when you get back? I won't go with you this time. Just call me when you get back. Uh, certainly that means that interest in sex wanes and perhaps even sexual performance. So it all just kind of feels like you're circling the drain. Yeah, and that's good to know that it's not all, it's just not all connected to the sexual aspects. It's about kind of energy um, and vitality, which I think are two words that you utilize a lot. Those are two of the things that I think you're trying to help both men and women. You also help women with uh, hormone replacement updates as well, correct? And women feel very much the same way. They feel sort of in the gray. They do what they need to do. But in terms of an interest in sex, well, that's gone, certainly. But their vitality, their joie de vivre, concentration and focus and sharpness seems to be waning, too, again, as a result of testosterone loss. So they come in, and you, you, can, you can figure that out pretty quickly when you talk to them. Again, we talked about that in the last segment. The, the, a lot of the questions that you would ask, uh, you get to know the patient for over an hour, and uh, your intention is that they leave with, a lot of information and next steps uh, to what they're going to do to help them in these areas. One of the things that you is also on your websites uh, is medical weight loss. What does that mean? Um, we always can lose a few pounds. Yeah. And I, I, uh, during the uh, quarantine and the stay at home probably gained a few. And yes. uh, now I've kind of started eating healthier again, but uh, what, what, is, what does medical weight loss entail? Medical weight loss, as opposed to, you know, there are lots and lots of weight loss programs there. And the reason we have medical weight loss programs is primarily because once our males, uh, men and women, start to achieve their vitality and feel uh, energetic again, then they want to start losing the pounds that they put on while they were in the gray zone. And so that's why we, that's how those programs evolved, simply to help those same people. Uh, we're not primarily, although we do have some people that come primarily for weight loss, but many of them have gained weight while their hormone levels have waned. And once we restore that and replenish that, then they want a resource to lose weight. Medical weight loss would mean that we are supervising it very, very closely and that we can use medications when needed. There are a number of medications on the market now, in fact, more coming every day that can help with appetite control, that can help with energy or uh, directing fat. And so that's why I would say medical weight loss, because we have the ability to prescribe medications when they're needed. That's good to know. What are some, you know, you talk about wellness and you talk about foods maybe that could increase wellness. Are there any types of foods that you think that you would, you know, just one or two that you think are good to increase vitality or energy or wellness? No, not one or two. <laughs> many, many. Many, many, many. And in conjunction. What do you eat, doctor, when you, when you want to feel vibrant? What is your, uh, what is your go-to as far as, uh, as a healthy wellness food that, that really gives you uh, an extra burst, as you would say? Actually, I don't. I no longer depend on a food substance for a burst. You don't okay. want a burst. You want to feel that way consistently all the time. 
And that's the way we divide, actually, that's the way we define or devise our hormone treatment protocols so that there aren't ups and downs, so that you don't need a burst. You should feel that way consistently. So you want to eat that way consistently. You want to have, if you're a breakfast person, you want to have foods that will keep you going for hours, not the donut, you see, that has a lot of sugar that takes you up and drops you down but you want a composite of foods that will keep your energy going. And then you want to add to that as the day goes on. You don't want to drop. You don't want to need a burst. Now, one of the things that we are, are really starting to focus on because of data that shows that there is some benefit to deprivation, food deprivation and starvation in terms of energy and longevity even. So we're starting to focus on not only eating well, but some fasting regimens, intermittent fasting, maybe longer term fasting, uh, because those actually increase your metabolism and increase your energy as well. Yeah, I tried one of those for about a week, doctor. Uh, That's about as long as I could last on the intermittent fasting. But but I I agree. I have had friends that have done that. And uh, not only did they lose a little bit of weight, they had a lot more energy and they were more focused in their in their yeah. daily life. So um, there's definitely good evidence for that. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Marilyn Richardson is my guest. Dr. Um, regenerative medicine. I know you offer a lot of services in this area. What is what what does that mean? And what are some of the rejuvenations and treatments that you offer under the regenerative medicine bucket? Well, regenerative medicine is not something that we actually specialize in. Now, I am a traditionally Western-trained physician who is too old now to learn all the tricks and all the herbs and functional medicine. (laughs) That's a whole other branch of medicine that has been developed over the last 10 years. We try to glean a few of those things when possible. Mm -hmm. So, especially my nurse practitioners, they keep up even more so with some of the herbs that seem to offer benefits. But we have uh, access to uh, a specialist that we consult and actually is available to our patients for regenerative medicine, what we would call anti-aging medicine, keeping the cells vital. Now, we start that with hormone replacement therapy. Those are the growth factors. And upon that, then you can build with um, uh, therapies to maintain joint stability and joint cartilage and the type of exercise to help maintain those cells and supplements to help to regenerate or maintain, so so to speak. I'm not uh, probably as in agreement with the term regeneration. We want to keep it from needing to be regenerated. So in that way, on your website, there are things such as the O-Shot treatment, ED treatment, uh, PRP therapy. These are all things that are part of that? They could be considered regenerative. The O-Shot is a non-surgical way to help women who have lost some of their pelvic function, Mm -hmm. uh, pelvic laxity, maybe a a little bit of urine loss when you cough or sneeze or run. Uh, This is from the wear and tear on the female reproductive system, not just from having babies, but from having sex. And so I guess I would use that term probably as regenerating the rebuilding of that uh, pelvic system. And for the O-Shot, yes, uh, we inject 
some of the stem cells, some of the regenerative growth cells that you make on your own that are sequestered, and we can pull those out of your bloodstream and put them where they need to be to regenerate the turgidity and rigidness that's needed for erection. So I guess that I would consider those regenerative as well. Okay. Dr. Marilyn Richardson, we have one minute left. Um, tell us about the ages that you usually typically see and, and uh, percentage maybe of men to women in your practice. In our practice, we see ages from about early 40s to, it keeps extending. I thought maybe it would be till 60 or 65. It keeps getting older and older and older. Uh, when I think uh, they're going to stop coming, but they're still coming at over 70s. Mm-hmm. And you see both men and women, as we talked about. Yes. Now it's getting to the point where probably about 30% of our practice is men, because what essentially happens is that the female who's usually in charge of the health and wellness for the whole family or for the couple, she seeks uh, some treatment and starts feeling better, especially in terms of libido and uh, sexual participation. And she goes home to her partner who thought he's gotten off, you know, easily because his libido has waned, but so is her. So he hasn't had to worry about it. And she comes home and looks at him and says, things have changed now. This is what I need. What about you? And that's what <laughs> There you go. You get, you get two new patients. There you go. Dr. Bailey right. Richardson is our guest. We have one final segment after the break. You're listening to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM or via podcast. Another night slowly closes in And I feel so lonely Touching heat, freezing down my skin Welcome back to the Grill Nation show on 980 AM. I'm Jason Grill. Again, we're joined today by Dr. Marilyn Richardson. She is a doctor here in the region, been practicing for over 30 years, and she really focuses on an integrative holistic approach. She uh, offers a spectrum of health solutions at both the Northland and South location. The Northland location's website is kcmedicalwc.com. Mission, Kansas, the website is hormonekc.com. Doctor, tell us about the differences between these two locations. I know one goes by KC Wellness Center in the North, and one goes by Hormone Hair and Vein Center in the the Kansas area and Mission. Uh, Are there any specific differences that that people listening or patients or uh, future patients might need to know before they come into the different locations? There is a difference, but not in services. The way way it evolved was that the Hormone Hair and Vein Center was our initial office, and that was in Johnson County. And so we're able to uh, accept insurance through that office. Now, we offer the same services in the Northland, but most of those people will pay for those services which uh, we accept, obviously, credit card or any other method of payment. But the only, uh, the only office of the two where we can process insurance for those services, such as IV nutrients or hormone replacement therapy, is in our South office. That's great information to know, especially um, for a lot of people out there. But, you know, it's good that you have uh, options at both, and it's good that you have two offices uh, so you can serve more people. 
You mentioned kind of this practice and how you've grown it. What are your goals for the future, Dr. Richardson, with regards to the two offices? Well, obviously, there's new technology um, that we're evaluating uh, that will offer continual benefits for um, the the difficulties that we have resolved. For instance, we mentioned um, some of the quote-unquote regenerative therapies like the O-shot that can be combined now with other therapies for pelvic floor maintenance and pelvic floor musculature and regeneration of those tissues, uh, not only for sexual function, but to prevent um, embarrassing urine leaks uh, and to prevent pelvic pain, in fact. And the same thing for males, as it turns out. So we're looking at some at adding some of those type of therapies for continuation of the benefits that we have derived through hormone replacement and regenerative medicine and weight loss. Mm-hmm. All good things. Mm-hmm. You know, you're keeping abreast of what's going on. And this obviously has been a passion of yours for a long time. And one of the things is that I read was that you really just want people to be their best. And I think, I think a lot of times we get so busy and we just kind of figure that we're getting old or we're aging. We have so many balls in the air that it's hard to really focus on these things. And I think that I think that you guys really kind of, uh, based on what I've read, really help people to really kind of figure out what they need to to be vital and to to find what they need for wellness in all these different categories. So getting old is just great, and we're proud <laughs> to be able to get old. Uh, our difficulty these days is that your great grandparents might have been able to um, age without having to do the same things that you're wanting or needing to do. My grandmother, or let's say my great-grandmother, upon aging and retiring, thought it would be just fine to sit in her rocking chair and maybe sip a beer on on, on a hot afternoon. Uh, My grandmother, on the other hand, wanted to function and do some other things. Me, at that same age, I want to work. I want to continue my profession. I want to continue to play tennis. Uh, So we continue to ask more of ourselves as we age. And if we're going to do that, then we need more. We've certainly gotten really good at adding spare parts, haven't we? We're good at knee replacements, hips and shoulders and elbows. We're also good at replacing hormones that are needed. We're replacing um, thyroid. We replace insulin. So it makes sense to replace the gonads or the the testicle and ovarian hormones that uh, keep you sharp and focused and increase your well-being. You're just going along with the fact that you're aging and you need these things to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, What's some of the best advice that you might have ever received in your medical training or profession that that you'd like to share with the listeners or or just in life in general? because you, you definitely have a great uh, energy about you and a, uh, a really, you're really passionate about what you do. I think that you probably have some good advice to share to those listening. You know, yeah. Whether they're starting a business, whether they're, they're getting into the medical world, whether they're uh, feeling tired all the time, what's your best advice? If you're going into the medical field, my quotation would be what my father said, and he didn't, he didn't, uh, uh, he didn't invent it. It came from Mark Twain. So you're going into the medical field, you remember Mark Twain's uh, quote that if you enjoy what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That's what I was told. That's what I enjoy. I mean, I have other pastimes, obviously, but I enjoy that. And the second thing that I derived from my medical training 
was that anyone that comes in to see you should leave with something. You may not be able to cure it, but they should feel like they gained something from the time they spent with you. And that's what we try to do. We try to provide a service. That's great. And that's great for anything, right? Um, yeah. Maybe maybe that's something I should put in my feather in my cap too and try really focus on that. You <laughs> mentioned that other things you like to do. I, you, you ever play the piano anymore? You said tennis. What, what do you like to do for fun, doctor, when you're not in the office? Well, I still uh, play. I try to play daily because I spent uh, almost 30 years in that profession and I it's not right to let it go. So I try to play daily. And uh, I like to play tennis. I'm trying to play tennis at least three times a week. It's hard getting there with COVID, but I try to play two or three times a week. We're doing some some medical publications, assessing some of our data, because uh, it looks like we actually may be helping to reduce uh, uh, the incidence of breast cancer with the hormone therapy that we offer. That's great. <laughs> mentioned COVID, um, you know, as we finalized the show in the last minute and a half, Talk to us about kind of maybe some of the things that you've learned over this time or maybe changes that you've had to make in your in your life uh, with all the changes in our world. Is there anything that maybe that surprised you or maybe something that um, that you enjoyed that you didn't think you would because of the circumstances you were forced into? <laughs> There's nothing that I have enjoyed that I didn't think I would. I haven't picked up anything new and fun. Yeah. Although there are more innovative ways now to socialize. We have, you know, driveway happy hours. I have a large patio. So we've overcome now the isolation uh, of not being able to socialize, maybe not in the same way, but we're starting to get together. Zoom has certainly made a big difference in being able to touch people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think that some of the things that we have adapted or some of the changes that we've made to adapt to this COVID situation are probably going to continue. And they may be a good thing. It may be a decent refocus, you know, um, having to work at home, uh, you feather your nest a little bit better. Um, maybe you have a different relationship now with your partner or spouse. You know, I have a, a lovely couple that I've been seeing for many years. And at the, at, the, at the time that they had been married for 35 years, and he's an accountant. He said, you know, I've been married now for 35 years. And I believe that part of the success has to do with the fact that I get up every morning and I leave at 7.30. <laughs> that is so true. Dr. Marilyn Richardson, uh, thank you so much for joining the show today. If you want to connect with Dr. Marilyn Richardson, her website's kcmedicalwc.com. That's the Northland office at KC Wellness Center. Uh, or uh, in Mission, Kansas in Johnson County, she has a practice down there at the Hormone Hair and Vein Center. The website is hormonekc.com. Doctor, thank you so much for sharing all this valuable information, and uh, I greatly appreciate it, and I hope the listeners did as well. I appreciate thank your time. You. Today. I appreciate you having me on. You've been listening to The Grill Nation Show on 980. We'll see you again next week. Take care. I should have known better than to let you go alone.